Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome in. Second hour here on a Monday, Reaction Monday here on Issel and Louie, 680-1057, the app, or on your smart speaker, ESPNLouisville.com, however you're hanging out. This morning, we make uh, we thank you for making us part of it. Second half of the show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. Check out those plans for your family, for your employees, with a nationwide net- network of dentists. All that at DeltaDentalKY.com, and... It is time for the Monday Morning Moron. And, Dan, I am excited because we're bringing on a new partner here uh, out at Buckler Farms in uh, Shelby County. And um, cool thing about them, and this was the first time, Dan, I have to admit, my wife was excited that I had signed on a partnership because because of what they do and what um, what the better. She's not a big popcorn fan? <laughs> She's not a big popcorn fan. How about that? Yeah. Uh, my wife okay. cannot eat, uh, eat corn, and so that's a, that's a whole thing in our house. Um, but uh, Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com, check them out. Farm-raised pork, farm-raised lamb from their farm to your table. All of their animals fed a non-GMO diet, never given hormones or antibiotics. Uh, Pork and lamb is humanely slaughtered in a local processing facility, vacuum-sealed immediately for freshness. They deliver once a week to Louisville, Frankfurt, and Lexington, anywhere within a 50-mile radius of Shelbyville, Kentucky. So not only can you buy their uh, very farm-fresh items, they'll bring them to your house. Hmm. That's awesome. They have bundles, so you can buy a pork bundle. You can buy, um, you can buy half a hog if you want to. That kind of thing. You can buy lamb bundles as well. Uh, they're offering that lamb uh, just absolutely full of zinc, vitamin B, iron, and omega three fatty acids. Tender, mild tasting. Really great products out there at Buckler Farms. Excited to have them on. I'm not sure why they chose the Monday morning moron as their spot to uh, team up with us, but we're happy that they're hanging out with us. Nothing moronic about Buckler Farms and BucklerFarms.com. Go ahead, Dan. Well, uh, Louie, I, uh, I, I, I thought about several different things. I, I thought, as we just mentioned, I thought about uh, the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers because they took their foot off the pedal and, and allowed the Jaguars to come back. A worthy moron, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I considered them. Uh, as, as we talked about last week, I, I considered Lamar Jackson for <laughs> representing himself. Not because I think that you know an agent's going to get him a whole lot more money, but this relationship with Baltimore seems to be going the wrong way. 
And there's a lot of people saying you'll never see Lamar Jackson in a, in a Raven uniform again. I don't know if I agree with that. But I do know during negotiations, things get said that uh, an agent can, uh, can insulate you from. Yep. And if those things are being said to Lamar's face, then no wonder the relationship is going sour. But finally, I decided, Louie, that the Monday morning moron is me. And I'm going to tell you why. I drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I, I thought Cal couldn't coach anymore. I thought these players just were tuning out, not listening to him. I've, I've been for two months, I've been picking Kentucky to win, at, at least against the spread. And I jumped overboard on Saturday. And, you know, when you look at Cal, and I've been talking about scouting reports and who does the pregame scouting report and that other teams look more prepared to play against uh, Kentucky than Kentucky does against them. And then Cal comes up with what I thought was a brilliant game plan. You let Oscar play the big guy one-on-one, let him score, uh, just make sure that nobody else goes nuts. And that's exactly what happened. I thought, I, I said all along, these kids have talent. They have no heart. They stepped up and showed all kinds of heart and played really, really hard. Not necessarily well, if you look at the statistics, but they played hard for the first time in a long time. And I jumped ship. I lost faith. I thought I was going to march step with some of the other people that thought the end of Kentucky's empire was near. And I shouldn't have done it because Kentucky's empire will never end. They are the basketball program in college sports. They will be in the NCAA tournament. They will have a shot to win the championship. And I lost faith, Louie. I lost faith. And that's why I am the Monday morning moron. All right, Avery, I give you a hundred guesses based on the, the weekend that was. How many times would you land on Dan Issel for Monday morning moron? Never. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I mean, like, after how Kentucky's been this season like great against the not so great teams not so great against the great (laughs) teams like you wouldn't expect that correct all right so no you're absolutely right but but i've been a kentucky fan for 55 years avery i've never i've never jumped ship I've never thought that they were not going to do well. Sometimes you got to lose faith. Like, I lost faith in Louisville football after the Boston College game. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And that was Monday Morning Moron, presented by our friends at Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. Hey, uh, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, yeah. Does does Buckler Farms, do uh, do they have the ability to, like, ship stuff? I will. I will make sure that I get you a like on dry ice. Or yeah, something? I, I will set that up for sure. 
Yeah, yeah t- uh, cuz I would love I would love to have that pork package. Yeah, Nate and I are getting together this week. Um he and his, he and his wife run the uh, the the operation out there. 175 acres, just a I mean they've got young you know, young son. I mean like this is a I, I'm legit excited to hang out with with Buckler Farms. I think it's a great a great Hey, I'm going to be I'm going to be there the first week of February. Oh, I know. Let's let's go out let let's go out um, and uh, and visit them. I think that's great to do. I, yeah. I love farms. We'll go out and say hello. <laughs> All right, so it's a little taking you up until noon. I have to ask you, Dan, are you overreacting to one game when we've seen and and hear me out, please? Nine and nine and sixteen or whatever, a loss to St. Peter's, and then we get this season to this point. Tennessee shoots three for 21 from three. Um, you know, a lot of things go right for Kentucky in that game. I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. Is there a chance that you're overreacting right now? Or are you, is this more of a, I, you've always been a Cal fan, to be fair, right? And for you to jump off of the Cal ship was was premature and unnecessary. Yes. Okay. Both. Both. Okay. Okay. Both. So there is a chance you're overreacting to one game? Both. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. But. I've overreacted for the last 55 years. So why would I not overreact now? And here's why, Louie. That was still, it wasn't like Kentucky came out and shot the lights out. Mm-hmm. They shot 35%. Okay. All right? Yep. It, wasn't, it wasn't that they played a terrific floor game. They still had, and, and I don't know when this trend started, but you can look around college basketball, and there are a lot of teams out there that are uh, are, are causing are, are no not causing are 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 having more turnovers than assists. Sure. Uh, so they didn't have a floor game. They won that game because of the way they played. And so you know the the old adage: defense always travels. When, when you can have off-shooting nights, like Kentucky had, and still win the basketball game, it's because of the effort things that you do. And so I don't think I'm overreacting because there's still room for a lot of improvement as far as the basketball part of it is concerned. I was just thrilled to death. I didn't recognize the team I saw. Sure. I didn't recognize Frederick's Plowing through a screen. Over I agree. Picks. I agree. I didn't recognize Jacob Toppin, you know, knocking somebody's cavities loose <laughs> on a pick. I didn't. I didn't recognize this team. And there's no reason whether they're shooting the ball well. Uh, there's no reason they can't play that way the rest of the year. Do you? Okay. I agree with you that if they play the way that they did on Saturday, they will win enough games to be in the NCAA tournament. I agree with that. Um, you know, a Georgia, Texas A&M back-to-back at home, for example. Even at this point, you know, I hate to make the comparison. Excuse me. You know, when we got into the UofL football season, I said, hey, we need to stop the big picture talk. Just go win games. Forget how they look, what the spread is. Just go win games. And maybe that's a mistake we made with this Kentucky team, Dan, was we were looking at spreads. And we needed to just be looking at wins and losses. And so instead of what are the style points, just go win games. Yeah. Just go yeah. do it. And, 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 and I, that, that denigrates their, their, their level of quality to a point when I say it like that. But what I'm trying to say is 
maybe for them to to win the most games possible, they simply need to go do what they did on Saturday. Yep. And if you score 63-65 and you win the game, who cares? If they play as hard, if they play as hard as they as they did Saturday, then they'll beat Georgia, they'll beat Texas A&M, they'll probably even beat Kansas because they can't play statistically, they're going to play better. They're going to shoot better than than 35%. They're they're going to uh, they're going to have some assists, more assists than turnovers. They're going to play better basketball as long as they come with that effort. They're going to be just fine. Fourteen games left in the regular season. Do you think nine and five going to twenty and eleven gets them in the tournament? Yes, I agree. I think that's what they need to be focusing on right now. It's yes. nine nine and five. So essentially, they got to go. 65% the rest of the year. Not easy to do in the SEC, but I think it's it's doable. Look, you got to beat Vandy. You got to beat Ole Miss. You got to beat um, Georgia twice. You got to win at Mississippi State. Uh, you got to beat Vandy at home. You know, you got to win those games. And then they have opportunities against, you know, a Kansas and Arkansas. I mean, frankly, this Georgia and Texas A&M back-to-back at home this year, this week, excuse me, those are good opportunities for, for good wins, right? And so... Yep. Yep. Um, this is where they can start to get those those net ranking wins. I'm a, I'm a little different than you, Dan, in that I, I do think some of the things on Saturday that happened as far as Tennessee shooting and, and, and other things, I'll have to, you know, again, top end of this point has been wildly inconsistent. I don't trust him to be consistent with that physicality game to game yet. Can he do it? Of course. We saw it. Of course he can. And that's a physical Tennessee team. And so it was yeah. good to see him do that against a very physical team. I, I need was, to see it a couple more team, times this week. That team was ranked number five in the country, Louie. And you went to their place. They're number two in the net, by the way. And punched them in the mouth. After the, after the first media timeout, you were the more physical team on the floor. Yeah, I, No, the, Saturday was everything that you would hope this team would do. It was, I don't want to say it was... You know, who was it? Was it uh, Clay that said that uh, it was a stunning loss to South Carolina? <laughs> the way that they played, and you and I agree, that the way that they played, not it was not stunning, frankly, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stunning is not the word I would have used. <laughs> Saturday was near stunning. And that's why, oh. to me, I, I need to see it again a couple of times before I believe that they're able to maintain it long term. Okay. That's it. That's, that's it. fair. That's, it. <clears throat> that's fair. I, and that's not about Cal. That's not about players. That's just about the overall makeup of this team. I need to see Fredericks do it over and over and not get hurt. I need to see Thiero, or excuse me, Thiero. Yeah, Thiero is part of that equation yeah. too. I yeah. need to see him do it again. Yep. And, and frankly, what I like about it is something we talked about in the first hour of the show, and you can go back and find all these on the podcast center at ESPNLouisville.com or on the app, is Thiero gets to the line four times, makes all four free throws. You and I talked about that, and you, you made a great point, which is, yeah, their free throw percentage stinks when they're stinky free throw shooters get to the line (laughs) and then the guy the right guys got to the line yes no that kind of makes sense doesn't it it does and so but zero injecting himself into that group as part of the the mental that's a freshman who hadn't played in a month and goes hits four free throws that's a massively positive sign i agree on that but i need to see it again as well and and here's here's what i want to know okay so tomorrow night if wheeler's all right does Wheeler play 40 minutes again? He better not. <laughs> no, I, 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 I really hope that I, I get the stubbornness amongst great coaches. We have talked about this over and over on this show. I understand where it comes from. 
what got you there is what you cling on to. But at some point, Cal used to, early on, we watched him whittle down rosters, right? We watched him whittle it down. By the way, a name we haven't mentioned played the perfect amount on Saturday was Lance Ware. Seven, Seven minutes. minutes. Yep. A yep. couple of rebounds, a couple of decent possessions on defense. Get him out of there. It was perfect. It was perfect. He doesn't need to be playing 20, 25 minutes like he did at Missouri, right? That's not his game. It's not going to make this team better. No, but he, and, and, and as much as I have maligned him, uh, you know, you can't, he can't score unless he dunks the ball. Sure. But he does bring that, that physical aspect. So if you put him out there for seven minutes and let him bang people around, I think you're right, Louie. I think that's the perfect scenario. Yeah. You know, I, I absolutely think that there are guys, like, and especially Lance Ware, if Ben Roberts is telling us the truth, he's okay with seven minutes. Because he knows oh, yeah. he knows oh, what he yeah. is on this team, yep. and you need guys like that if you're going to make absolutely. these kinds of runs that we're talking Ab- about. Absolutely, so, you do. Someone asking on the text line, and I wanted to give this a, a conversation because this was a a thing on Twitter that I both agreed with and disagreed with, and it's uh, on the UPS job text line. You you feel strongly both ways, right, Louis? <laughs> I just feel strong, Dan. Uh, the uh, in addition is it addition by subtraction without Wheeler? And I want to say two things, and then I'll let you go as long as you want. First off, you and I have talked about what we thought the ideal lineup was for this team, and it was one that where Wheeler didn't start. But I also want a defense of your Wheeler because there were many games this year where he was the only one acting like a dog in the good way. Alabama, for sure. I thought even South Carolina, he, for, there were stretches where he was the only one really mixing it up. And so the, the, the issue with Wheeler isn't about him. It's about his limitations. And he's never going to be able to overcome those just because of his size, because of what kind of player he is, etc. For this particular team, I agree with the people who say, because Dan and I have been saying it for, I don't know, 10 weeks, the best lineup involves him playing 16 minutes coming off the bench as a, frankly, it allows him to play at an even higher RPM than what he does when he starts, which could be, you know, in the way that Lance Ware comes in for seven minutes and just throws his body around, right? We, we could see that with Severe Wheeler in small stretches where he's just a menace on defense. Um, you know, he does try that, you know, that driving the lane left-handed layup that he loves, which is a total change of pace from what they were doing on Saturday. I'll let you go, but I do think that you and I have talked about this lineup in a very specific way that did not involve him. But at the same time, I'm not going to go after Severe Wheeler because the effort has been clear and obvious from him. Well, I, um, you know, and I have nothing. Like I said, uh, you know, if if you think Severe Wheeler shouldn't be playing much, people are going to say, "What in the world are you talking about? Mm. He's one of the best players in the SEC." And that might be true. That could be true, but he's not the best player for this team because he brings the ball up the court, and as you say, he he, he always gets tries to get to his left hand. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, he can't yeah. dribble he can't yeah. dribble three times in a row with his right hand, and he always is looking to get the ball to Oscar, and you can't do that. We've talked about one or two guys aren't going to beat you, Louis. You have to run the offense. Quit dominating the basketball. What is a what is a point guard's main duty? 
A point guard's main duty is to get your teammates in a position where they can do their very best. That's the definition of a point guard. A point guard's definition isn't dribble it as many times as you can till you get to a left-handed layup or you get the ball to Oscar. Mm. That's not the definition of a point guard. And so if if he can – I mean, he has some great traits, as you said. He can get the ball up the floor in a hurry. But get the full ball up the floor and then get into the offense. And to, and to you know, to, to kind of uh, – kind of – justify his position you know we haven't been setting those screens guys haven't been popping off for open shots like they were saturday but if that's going to happen then that's the kind of point guard you have to be and so um i still think now that uh, you know um reeves has been kind of consistent uh for longer than than fredericks Mm. and i don't know what turned him on but if 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 Reeves and Fredericks are shooting the basketball the way that they can shoot the basketball the last uh, game or two then I still think the best combination on the floor is Reeves Fredericks and Wallace right yeah that's what it looks like how often are you playing Wheeler then is it for to I think you could sub him in for any of those three guys frankly yeah, as long as as long as you have uh, uh, well, yeah, no, you can put him in for Wallace too yes. if he's going to get the ball. If he's going to get the ball in Fredericks and Reeves's hands, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and we haven't mentioned Livingston, but I thought I thought Livingston played some big boy basketball himself. I mean, he took it to the basket hard a couple of times. Not not that little you know uh, drive and flip shot like like. Like he's six two, uh, I thought he took it to the basket hard. So um, you know we'll we'll see we'll see if uh, if Severe plays forty minutes uh, and dominates the basketball like he has, then then maybe you're right. Maybe I am out of line with thinking that Kentucky's turned the corner. I'm going to give you two blind resumes, and I want you to tell me who the two teams are. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Team A, three and three against quad one, two and one against quad two, three and one against quad three, four and zero oh against quad four. Team B, one and five against quad one, one and zero oh against quad two, three and zero oh against quad three, and six and one against quad four. Who are those two teams? Well, B is Kentucky. You are right? correct. Yeah, B is Kentucky. The, Say- the first team, again, three and three in quad one. Two and one in quad two, three and one in quad three, and four and zero oh in quad four. Who is that team? They are ranked one spot behind Kentucky. Hmm. It's personal. Who? It's personal. Michigan State. Kentucky is ranked ahead of Michigan State in the net rankings, and Michigan State is three and three in quad one. I don't understand the net at all. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what? They, honestly, like they keep saying, we want you to schedule where you're going to play good teams. Kent State is 38th in the the net, ahead, three spots ahead of Kentucky, four ahead of Michigan State, and they're 0-3 in quad one. <laughs> Utah State is 34th in the net. They are 0-2 in quad one. I mean, 
Creighton hey, is twenty fourth. They're one Louis, and six. You're in preaching. Quad, you're preaching to the choir. I've said all along. You know what, Dan? We're going against these ping pong numbers. That's it. Yeah, we're exactly. The, we're the anti ping pong show. Let's take go. Take the take the net and the <laughs> ping pong and the saccharin and all of those things and throw them out the window. I want to see the teams play. Then I'll tell you who's better than the other team. All right. So speaking of better than other teams, so a couple weeks ago after the Miami Ohio game at Freedom Hall, I was very critical of Scott Davenport. Very critical. I took my boys to see them play this weekend against Florida Gulf Coast, who came in as a five-point favorite in Vegas. And I have – Pat Chambers is coaching Florida Gulf Coast, the former Penn State and Boston College coach now. Scott Davenport undressed him on Saturday. Ooh, I like it. And I mean, Bellerman's – literally, Florida Gulf Coast would go – they would call a timeout and they would call a play. And on three consecutive possessions like that, Bellerman forced a turnover. Mm. Whatever Scotty put in on Saturday for defense was perfection. They were excellent on Saturday. So Scott, there you go. I went after you a couple weeks ago when you when it wasn't great when I was there. I was there on Saturday. That was a clinic, and whatever whoever maybe that's an assistant that deserves credit there. I don't know, but whoever put in that defensive game plan, I mean, Florida Gulf Coast couldn't get anything going. There was no rhythm for them. They clearly had better athletes, and it did not matter. Um, so kudos to Scotty, Scotty D and, and, and co uh, for putting that game together because they were excellent. They are back in action Thursday on the road at Austin P. Um, Let's go P. Pre-game coverage with Doug Ormay and Mark Buck at 745. Tip off at 8 o'clock. All that here for your home of the Knights, ESPN 680-1057. And on the app, um, by the way, if you haven't been out to a Bellarmine game for $5. At historic <laughs> Freedom Hall. I, I have, uh, what kind of crowd did they have Saturday, you know, Lewis? I, it was a little bit more than when I went for the Miami-Ohio game. Um, okay. I would guess around 2,000. Um, but because of how they've set up the court, it actually feels like there's a you know like you're you're in a in a, in a crowd. It's, it's pretty hmm. fun that way. Let me look it hmm. up. Let me see if it's actually in the. You official get, box you get a good seat for five bucks. I sat on the mid court line, about five rows up in the upper deck. Wow! Yeah, how about that? There you go. Right. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the upper the upper deck at Freedom Hall no, isn't that far away. No, that's exactly right. So, yeah. um, the attendance was oh thirty two thirty three hundred. How about that? There I was going to say it, it felt was it, bigger. Yeah. It, it felt like that. So, um, yeah. So no, a, a really good win. Florida Gulf Coast came in thirteen and five, three and two in the conference. I mean, so and Bellerman they scored forty one points. Bellerman held them to forty one points. Good for the Knights. And uh, yeah, eighteen turnovers. 16 fouls. I would guess five of those were, were offensive fouls um, that, that Bellarmine forced. So, no, I, I, again, I was critical a couple weeks ago. So, uh, only right to be uh, complimentary when they play as well as they did. Again, all that Thursday night at uh, 745 here on 681057. On the other end, we'll get back into our long term prognostication for UK, but we'll also talk a little. I, I, you know, we haven't really gotten into those NFL games, and I want to do a little bit of that. Uh, before we get out of here, this is this little Louis on 680. 105.7, second hour of the show, brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental, Delta Dental, KY.com. We thank our friends at Buckler Farms, BucklerFarms.com, for hanging out with us for the Monday Morning Moron as well. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more UK, a little more NFL on the other side here on 680-1057. 
You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Welcome back for the final segment on this Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030 or visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. So MLK Day, uh, a recently you know, popularized holiday here in the United States, of course. I guess it's so recent that uh, the station didn't look give us the day off <laughs> so my kids are off school and Blankenbaker stayed uh in the central time zone to be home with his kids who are off school but I, I i always thought i'll know mlk day has made it when there's mlk sales on oh yeah like president's like day president's sales, day sales. Yeah, yeah 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 so i decided today i was like you know what i'm gonna google mlk sale first three headlines Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is here. Shop the best deals at Amazon, Coach, and QVC. Second headline, the best MLK Day mattress sales to shop today. That's it. Boom, we've made it. That's it. Official holiday. We've got a mattress sale. Mattress sale. <laughs> that's it. Mattress, that's it. When you get a mattress sale, you're an official holiday. That's how it works. That's you it. know, the markup, the markup <laughs> on mattresses must be astronomical. It's more than double, I can tell you that. I, I mean, it's just uh, I, we've got a mattress store down the street here, okay. and I'm guessing I'm guessing they get about three customers a week. I mean, I don't uh, and, and 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 mattress mattress Mac is betting three million dollars on a sporting event <laughs> to a cover a great to cover yeah to cover his uh, his mattress sales promotions. They, they they must be making a boatload off of those mattresses. Oh man. All right. And well. how often do you get a new mattress? Huh? I was thinking about it the other day. And uh, so when we lived in uh, in the Schnitzelberg neighborhood in Germantown here, our next door neighbor was a mattress salesman. And um, we we would get all. Of, and I still have since I moved to Louisville, every single mattress I purchased is from my his name is Mark from Mark. And I was thinking about it the other day. And because of the size of our family, we're on like nine mattresses since we moved to Louisville. It's a really? lot. It's a lot of money in sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, you ought to buy a decent one that lasts more than a day and a half. Anything Come on, else? Mark. Anything else, Dan? Pony up. Anything else? You Let's get this man a decent mattress. <laughs> well, maybe Mark will become a sponsor, and you need to not badmouth Mark. What are you doing? I'm not badmouthing Mark. I'm badmouthing <laughs> you. Uh, well, some of it is like, you know, you, you move houses and you, I, I don't know, I grew up this way and maybe Avery can speak to this. I don't know if you grew up like this, but I had the big bed because when my grandparents came to town, they stayed in my room and I got kicked out to go sleep like on the floor in my brother's room, that kind of thing. Did that happen in your house? Okay. So once my <laughs> sister and I, um, we got separate rooms. Yeah. We started like sleeping in the same room for like the first nine years or so of my life. I have two like um, that right now, yeah. And then um, we kept the same beds. 
the whole time. Oh. Like, even after we moved and got separate rooms. So, I was still the one to get kicked out because I always had the bigger room. <laughs> ah, got it. But, Were you like, younger? I'm the older one. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. That's, that's, that, that is a poor, that's a poor job by you. You should push your little siblings around. I that's that's bad job by you. Oh, my sister, she's more evil than I am. So, if oh y'all are my goodness, of me, like, oh my goodness, y- y'all need to be worried about her. And she's she's taller than me, so she's a little more scary. Text line wants to know, Dan Issel, what is the mattress situation? What do you mean? How big is the mattress for me? Yeah, a king size. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, we uh, we stayed at a couple of places when I was a player, I think, or was it when I was a coach that had uh, California Kings. Did you like that? No, yeah, because weird, my right? whole life, my whole life after the age of about twelve, right. I slept with my feet hanging over the end of the bed, huh. and so I cannot sleep. Unless my feet are hanging off the end of the bed. That's why I can never sleep in a bed that has a footboard. Mm. Because, it, and when I lay on the floor, I have to put pillows under my ankles <laughs> to take a nap. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the show. Yeah, I cannot sleep. You take sleep. naps on the floor? Well, like at Thanksgiving or something when there's a bunch of family around and, you know, I can't lay down on the couch because people are sitting on it. Yeah, occasionally I take a nap on the floor. Sometimes it feels better to take a nap on the floor. Yeah. I do that all the time. There you go. Really? And now I'm now I'm worried about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we all know I'm not sane, but oh, like oh. it feels good on my back right. because yeah. I'll sleep on my stomach and yeah. then like. It just, like, stretches everything out. Yeah. No, I, I'm a stomach sleeper myself, so I, I have to hang my feet over the end of the mattress. Uh, this show. I don't know how we get these places. What, um, <laughs> stomach I just sleeper? Spent, I just spent a lot of money on a mattress. Um, when, we, when we moved to Louisville to do the NBA to Lou... We had a very nice uh, Tempur-Pedic mattress, sure. and and my son and daughter-in-law were finishing their bre- uh, their uh, basement, and so we gave them when we moved uh, for for a while. I was back and forth, and then I thought we're you know we're spending too much time in Louisville to keep a place in in Denver, and so we gave them the mattress for their guest bedroom in the basement, and so then we didn't have a Tempur-Pedic mattress in Louisville. And so when we moved back to Denver, uh, I had to go, my son and daughter-in-law have my mattress, so I have to go buy a brand new Tempur-Pedic mattress. <laughs> so I got, you know, I got about nine grand wrapped up in two mattresses, <laughs> and one of them isn't even mine. Oh, man. All right, so knowing Mark is a big benefit because I've bought all of those mattresses for way less than nine grand. Oh no! A, a good Tempur-Pedic mattress today is like four or five thousand dollars. Yeah, Oof. and you sleep on your face, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. The Zynus memory foam ones aren't anywhere near that. All right, so Dan, text line wants to know: Have you seen the new MLK uh, sculpture that came out in Boston? I have not. Okay, I put it at the bottom of the show sheet. Can you tell us what you think of this structure? Have you seen this, Avery? 
Oh, come on. No, I oh, am going on. to look at it right now. What what caves do people live in? Oh, come on. Okay, go look at it. People. That's horrendous. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Okay, so let me see if I can find the picture that it's based on. It looks like a man has his hands over the top of a big walnut. Thank you for saying walnut, because people have said that it looks like something different. I, I, I'm so confused. I'm more confused by this than I am about the big red statue on Louisville's campus. <laughs> and that one just looks funny. I'm trying to find the picture that it's based on. This is terrible. It's an embrace photo of him with Coretta Scott King, but they cut the heads off for the, for the structure. So that's supposed to be arms interlocking, Dan. Um, but it, instead, it looks like the thing See, in the middle. I, I, you know, I, I think it's always a bad piece of artwork when it comes with a letter of explanation. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> that's awful. If that wasn't a walnut, what would you describe that middle part? No, yeah, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> Why didn't you're they try- keep the next? You're, you're trying to get me kicked off the station. I'm not going <laughs> I'm not going there. What do you got? Somebody else you want to do uh, partner with? No, no. That's a, well. I mean, I I reached out to Mitch Barnhart over the weekend, and um, when he, he found said out, no, yeah, you know, he was like, well, uh, you know, bologna or salami. Why would we not um, just do bologna or bologna? It's less expensive. And I thought, <laughs> okay, so he doesn't get that gig. Um, hey, but how about Monday morning more? And he goes, well, I mean, I can't say Cal's name every Monday. And so it was like, you know, it just didn't work. It wasn't culturally going to work out. And so um, people loving your reaction to that. All of us had the same reaction to that sculpture. Like yeah. like the five people that tried to defend it were the predictable ones that were going to defend it, no matter what it looked like, of course. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, no, it's yes. okay. Yeah. It's okay to say that they, the artist did a bad job, not that MLK did a bad job. <laughs> it's kind of like the big blue horse when you go out to the Denver airport. Yeah, it's pretty bad. They, they should have at least kept the neck. So that it would look like two arms, like, interlocking. It just looks like it's holding something different. It does. And that's why they should have kept, like, the neck, like, at the shoulders. Do you think that's related to the mattress sales, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Could be. God almighty. That is awful. I didn't mean that to become the culture item of the day, but it did. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So there you go. Do you want to hear any of this Kenny Payne sound? Uh, Not really. (laughs) What what happened to uh, Huntley Brinkley? Why didn't he play? We'll play number six. We'll find out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did he? <laughs> then I want to ask you if you think Lamar is actually hurt or if he just didn't travel with the team. Go ahead, play six. I'm still waiting on more information. Um, I know that it's something, a foot injury or something. Hopefully in the next day or so we get more information. Um, you know, we could have used him today. I mean, we got out rebounded uh, 40 to 31. I mean, he is a big kid that can rebound the ball. We missed him out there today. Yeah, I, I said at the very top of the show, that was a huge loss <laughs> for, the, for the Cardinals. He can rebound the ball. We, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he doesn't do it. But, but yeah, right. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but we've, we, we've seen it. We've seen it. I thought there was, was it this game or was it the last game? By the way, that's the, that is the terrifying thing about this team is he leads the team in rebounding at six. <laughs> It, there was, uh, uh, you, you know, we get uh, we get Corey Alexander on the on the U of L games <laughs> as often as we get Frack on uh, on the UK games. Yes, uh, but I, I think um, 
Withers, I think it was this game, Withers made a great move to the basket uh, and put the ball on the floor and went around a couple of guys and laid it in. And Corey, Corey said, uh, you know, that's the question uh, that Kenny Payne has is, we know he can do that. How come we never see it? <laughs> Literally every U of L fan watching either goes into a, a deep face palm or just touches their nose and goes, "Yes, that's it. You yep. hit it, the boy. That's it." Yep. Oh man, that's it. I wanted to talk a little bit about the NFL games. Uh, sure. You know, I'm I'm a Bengals fan. I thought I thought the Bengals uh, I, I thought the Bengals were lucky to come away with that. And they Bengals and a, Bills, frankly, yeah, uh, two two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, came away, Allen and Burroughs, came away with very pedestrian performances. And they were both lucky to, to, to hang on. I mean, it took a defensive uh, touchdown for the Bengals to win. But here's what I'm concerned about the Bengals. I think at the end of the game, they put a stat up that out of the five offensive linemen, they only had two that were playing two starters that were still playing their regular position. And watching that game last night, I thought I was watching Kentucky's offensive line. They <laughs> ran they ran Louie for fifty one yards. Yeah. Fifty one yards. And what's the guy's name? Huntley? Is that the guy that Yeah, Huntley uh, for uh, from yeah. Baltimore, yes. He he had a higher quarterback rating than Burroughs did. I was going to say, so, if you didn't know anything going into that game, you would have thought Huntley was the better quarterback, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's so weird. For, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think the line is four. I think I saw that uh, that the Bills are favored by four. But if if the Bengals don't get some more of their uh, offensive linemen back, uh, I don't know about that number. I don't know about that number. So it's set. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Right. How do we feel about that? Well, like I just said, I, uh, I, the, the, I thought their offensive line was not very good. And, you know, Burroughs gets sacked. Well, okay, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm not talking yeah. about the matchup. I'm talking about oh. the fact that they're going to play each other again. Oh. After the DeMar oh. Hamlin uh, Oh, yeah. I think, you know, the kid's doing so well. I, I said I thought he'd be at the game. He was not. I guess they thought that'd be a little long. But he did show up at the practice facility on Friday. And so given how well the kid's doing uh, and, you know, obviously out of harm's way and, and making a, I, I guess some people would say, spectacular recovery, I don't think that'll come into play. Did you see the report a couple of days ago where the, the Bengals, when it first came out, were, quote, livid that – you know, a coin flip could decide where they were going to play and or, you know, they were never, you know, they weren't going to replay the game or whatever else. Um, and now they have to go to Buffalo. Now, yeah. to be fair, they were probably going to have to go to Kansas City if they weren't going to Buffalo, right? So, I mean, it wasn't, you know, that didn't change too much. Um, uh, yeah, do you, someone pointing out on the text line, and I think it's a worthy point from last night's game, Burrow didn't play that bad last night. He had zero protection. And the Ravens controlled the clock. I think that's all of your points in one text. for Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No. No, he, he he was the offensive line was awful. Yeah. No, and my point is more just Huntley made plays. Obviously the fumble notwithstanding. Um, but I think that's just a guy trying to make a play. Um, yeah. who's a backup, frankly. And so no, I, I, I was I mean think of more this. positive than that. Yeah. The reason 
the reason that that was uh, called a fumble is it never got to the goal line. Right. What happens, and it was it was a matter of inches short. What happens if that ball gets to the goal line, and the and Baltimore at that point in the game takes a seven point lead instead of being down seven points? Yeah. I think the Bengals might be behind the eight ball there. Do you give the Jaguars any shot in Kansas City? Um, that's a great question. No, um, but I don't think they're going to go in there. You know, Kansas City early eight and a half point spread there. <clears throat> I don't know that they go in there. I think they it's total house money for them at this point. For and, sure. And Lawrence, I mean, is. Probably going to get his first loss on a Saturday. <laughs> um, but I just, at, at, you know, if they start the way they did against Kansas City, Kansas City will not take the foot off the pedal. Like, no. Kansas City will go score yeah. 50 points. They don't care. Um, you know, Pat Mahomes only knows one way to play, which is just score, score, score. So, yeah, no, if they do that again, they're in a lot of trouble. But I think this is as good. You know, the only thing that's kind of tiresome about the playoffs, how it's set up, is you get a lot of rematches. Mm-hmm. So, do I really need New York to lose to Philadelphia for a third time this year? Like, is that something we need? I um, don't know about that. Jalen oh. Jalen Hurts is hurt <laughs> uh, now. If he's if he's one hundred percent healthy, I agree with you that that Philly wins that. But Daniel Jones yesterday, Louis, uh, uh, looked like uh, I mean, he looked like a top five quarterback yesterday. I, I think I saw where his stats threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and ran for 70 yards. I think I saw that that is – maybe that's never happened in the NFL. If it has only once or twice other – I thought Daniel Jones – the whole New York game plan I thought was was really good, really good. Well, he can – it's become very apparent that Dable can really coach. Right. Yeah. That he's yeah. that that was a hire that I think some people kind of looked at like, okay, how much is that is the the Josh Allen bump or whatever from Buffalo and blah, blah, blah. but no he's he's very clearly a very yeah. capable. Yeah, he can coach. Players. Let me let me ask you this, and it looks like there's a good possibility that this will happen, and I don't think we've talked about this. What if it is in the a, a, uh, AFC Championship game? It's uh, Kansas City and Buffalo, and they play the game in Atlanta. Uh, in Atlanta. How do you feel about that? <sighs> are you trying to make Louis? me look like a bad L- person, Dan? Louie? Yeah. Louie, are you there? Are you make, trying to make me look like a bad person? No, no, no. Okay. No. No, this is sports talk radio. We're, <laughs> we're never bad person. We're never bad people. The game should be in Kansas City. You know, I agree. It should be someplace because you you've got I think the coin two, flip should be either heads Kansas City tails Atlanta. I, and and the reason I feel the same way is you have two of the biggest most uh bolsterous most supportive fan bases in the NFL. I agree. And you and and they both they both miss out on a home game. Now I'm sure Atlanta was chosen cuz you know it's close enough that the people can get there from both cities. But I, I think that's the unfair part of it. I don't care about the teams and home field advantage, but you're taking a playoff game away from 
a great fan base either way. Peter Gammons a couple years ago suggested Major League Baseball go to a neutral site World Series, and I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, no, no. Well, I hear the music. That means uh, our time has come to an end. Uh, be sure and turn in, tune in tomorrow. The Madam of the Macabre <laughs> will have a True Crime Tuesday. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock and do it all over again. This has been Issel and Louie. Have a great day, everybody. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. <laughs>